But first, we have a dedication. Dear Casey, I was rotor skating throughout the house and broke a vase. My brother Bobby decided he would tell our parents about it. I called him a tattletale and hit him with yet another vase. Well, Cindy, this song goes out to you. It's Release the Clowns! Doctors at St Guy's Hospital in London have successfully completed the world's first head transplant. Another triumph for British medicine. It's over now to our special correspondent, Derek Waller, for the latest update. Hugh! It's Stephen. Really? Is Hugh off again? Yes, their goldfish has fin rod or something. Anyway, what's been happening there? Won't be a sec. Hugh, it's been pretty tense here. It was touch and go whether I found the gents in time. Luckily, one of the very nice volunteers pointed it out to me and crisis was averted. For the main part. Just a little wet patch at the front. But no biggie because my trousers are dark. You wouldn't know. I was actually thinking more about the groundbreaking transplant operation. How is the patient? Good question. I couldn't actually get into the operating theatre or intensive care without putting on scrubs. So why didn't you? I was worried about my pants. The only pair I could find this morning have got a massive hole in the gusset, which means that the old chap keeps popping out and waving about like an elephant trunk. So what are the implications for the NHS? <laughs> well, I don't think it's realistic to expect them to buy me a new pair of pants, if that's what you mean. Resources here are very stretched. That aside, any comments from the surgical team? Frankly, Hugh, the medical staff here have got more important concerns than the state of my underwear. And I thank you not to keep banging on about it. I don't know if you've heard, they've just transplanted someone's head. That's the sort of thing we should be investigating. And now, back to the studio. Release the clowns. And now, Mafia Nursery Rhymes with Mad Joe Santini. Ah, bah, black sheep, have you any wool? Yes, sir, yes, sir, three bags full. One for the master, and one for the dame, and one for Big Vinny to be paid promptly on the first Monday of the month, or you're dead, you're dead! Step away from the vehicle, keep your hands where I can see them, and slowly release the clowns. 
I'm here at St Barnabas Primary School in Southwark to meet a head teacher who's using foul means to raise standards and leaving nothing to cluck when it comes to moving her students up the pecking order. <laughs> That's right, this school has brought in some feathered teaching assistants. Chickens! Mrs Archer, what first gave you this idea? Good morning, Anita. Yes, well, our thinking was that the pupils might benefit from the sensory aspects of caring for chickens and also that it might support emotional development. I see. And I imagine you foresaw wider benefits too. Oh, absolutely. On an academic level, we forecast that there will be advantages to this approach across the curriculum. And so, uh, how is this project working out so far? Well, you know, Anita, obviously I had high hopes, but I did not in a million years envisage it being such an unmitigated disaster. Oh, that's not what I was expecting to hear. Yes, a complete disaster. They're obsessed, you see, with chickens. But wasn't that the point? To arouse the students' interest? No, you don't understand. They can't think about anything else. Watch this. Two and two is... Three and three is... Well done. So if I have two books and I buy three more books, what do I have? Chickies! Chickies! See? No? Well, how about this then? One of the men who thought he should be king was Harold and he was... English. Excellent. And the other was French and he was called... Very good. So in 1066, England was invaded by... Chickens! Idiots. You want more? Here. So the substance that burns with a bright white flame is... Chickens! Chickens. That was one of our worst days. So... Let's recite the alphabet. A B, B So, Mrs Archer, have you considered bringing any other animals into the classroom? A tiger. And that's all we have time for from St Barnabas Primary. Thanks to the staff and students and, of course, Mrs Archer. I think we can all agree that, as excited as the children are, the returns on this experiment have been poultry. And nobody is counting these chickens One before. more chicken pun and I will hurt you. Back to the studio. Release the clowns. This is Squad Car 17. Are you receiving me? Receiving Car 17. I am in pursuit of a black BMW, licence plate, happy wanderer, 65 skinny leather thong. Um, can you repeat that please? Licence plate, happy wanderer, 65 skinny leather thong. Sorry, I'm not following. No, I'm following. That licence plate again? Happy wanderer? Correct. Can I suggest hotel whiskey? Yeah, okay. I suppose I could when I knock off my shift. Which hotel? What? Never mind. Please state your location. The suspect has just parked in a street. Which street? Crom Avenue. Can you spell that, please? Amity, vivisectionist, entropy, nickelback. Know the name of the avenue. Crom. Is that Charlie, Romeo, Oscar, Mike? Oh, I couldn't guess his name. I'm asking you to spell the street name in the phonetic alphabet. 
Of course, sorry. Cheesy rings on Monday. Those words are not in the phonetic alphabet. You have heard of the phonetic alphabet. India, Quebec, Yankee, Zulu. We need details of the suspect. I suppose he could be American, but he doesn't look like a Zulu. Yep, he's fat. That's funny-assed tiger. Foxtrot Alpha Tango? No, he's not dancing. Look, just give me a description of what he's wearing. Sure. He's wearing blue jeans, a black leather jacket and a baseball cap with the word cub on the front. That's uh, just a minute. I think I know this one. Got it. That's Charlie Uniform Bingo. Thanks very much. Release the clans. From the internationally renowned labs of Ariola Paris, who brought you Lavage de Visage, Soap Soap Bar and Miscellaneous Water, comes a revolution in skincare. A breakthrough way to cleanse, tone and moisturise that's clinically proven to combat the 127 signs of ageing. And it's totally natural and naturally sourced from nature. <laughs> Mupu is produced exclusively on my organic farm on Provence. Rub Mupu into your skin and say goodbye to fine lines, blemishes and uneven patches. Here comes the science bit. Mupu is bursting with over 50 nutrients and its concentrated nitrogen formula encourages renewal of the epidermis. Seedgrass gently exfoliates while wheat straw eliminates free radicals. You deserve a luxury skincare experience every day. 72% of women agree that if you don't want to look like an agad munter, you should buy Mupu now for only £299.99 a bottle. Don't be a victim of your own unforgivable neglect. Start using Mupu and discover a truly unique radiance. And it's not just for your face. Slather Mupu all over for complete body confidence. Order Mupu today and get a bonus gift absolutely free. Choose from tanning turds, manure manicures, or eyebrow muck, while stocks last. Yo, where's it? Release the clowns. Ideas that don't work as podcasts, number 86. Too fast sports. You join us now for the International Noughts and Crosses Tournament. 1,000 entrants, now just down to two. Ernst Carlsen, the Norwegian, and the Brazilian defending champion Edmundo da Silva. This is very exciting. Both players have spent their whole lives training from an early age. Right, here we go. Carlsen to start, and it's a naught. It's a cross. It's a naught. It's a cross. It's a naught. Da Silva looks stumped. Whatever will he do? It's a cross. It's a naught. It's a cross. It's a naught! Wow! It's all over! Carlson's done it! He's the new world champion and De Silva is quite literally a broken man! Coming up next, rock, paper, scissors and the bookies are reporting a surprising amount of action on scissors. Release the clowns! <laughs> Meanwhile, in Yorkshire... Something is afoot in chambers of town council in Pontefract, home of world's finest licorice. 
The chair recognises Councillor William Crossley. Thank you, Madam Chairlady. I'm here today to make a plea to this council. Have you had some licorice? What? Uh, no. What, what, what I want to say... Ah, go on, have some licorice. Do you good. Aye, go on, Bill. It's very tasty. No, really, I just want to say my piece. I, I don't want to bring an official point of order. <laughs> Pardon, I. But I must remind Councillor Crossley that all council members are required to eat licorice immediately prior to or during any address to the council. All right, Alf, have it your own way. Happy now? I'll take that as a yes. Right, I'm going to speak my mind. As a council, we must stop utilising licorice as the primary construction material for our major civil engineering projects. <gasps> You're not seriously suggesting that we abandon the idea of licorice pillars for Castleford flyover? I am. <gasps> but this is insane. This is Pontefract. Pontefract is licorice. Oh. <laughs> it's the most versatile material in Yorkshire, and therefore in world. We've used it to build hospitals, schools, my very tasty gavel, and even that dam up at Bywater. A dam that burst 17 minutes after the opening ceremony and swept away 200 council houses, which might have withstood the deluge had they not also been built of licorice. The official inquiry clearly stated that licorice as a building material was not to blame, but that the accident was caused by a flock of hungry mallards pecking at structure. Aye, and who paid for that inquiry? Ooh, I, I can't remember off top of me head. The Licorice Marketing Board. Now steady, lad. You can't go about impugning the reputations of upstanding citizens like the members of the Licorice Marketing Board. Of which you, <coughs> Madam Lady Chairwoman, are a member, as are a dozen other members of this council. <coughs> what are you suggesting? And I warn you to choose your next words carefully. I am suggesting that this council isn't pocket of the Licorice Marketing Board and that you lot are willing to turn a blind eye to schools with roofs that melt in summer because each of you's been given your 30 pieces of Pontefract cake. What have you got to say for yourselves? As I thought. Oh. Mrs. Madam Lady Chairwoman. I move for the vote of censure on Councillor Crossley and that he be stripped of his position on the council. And I second that motion. Silence! Silence! The motion is to censure Councillor Crossley. But before we move this motion, I've got to move a motion of my own in the ladies. Blooming licorice. Excuse me. I guess it's true what they say. It takes all sorts to make a world. <laughs> 
Release the Clown starred Phil Whelans, Holly Meacham, Casper Michaels, Joe Tilly, Alex Marion, Karen Morden, Nick Hildred, Dan Willis, Marco Chu, Martin Hyder, and Phil Nice. With special guest stars Tony and Bradley from ABCD Bags, who opened the show. Release the Clowns was written by Alex Marion, Nick Hildred, Elliot Stewart, Jamie McLeish and Andrew Kirkwood, Karen Morden, Phil Nice and Martin Hyder. The social media mastermind is Dan Willis and the show is produced by Nick Hildred and Alex Marion. If you're wondering what to listen to between now and the next baffling episode of Release the Clowns, then why not try out these shows? There's some politics and lots of fun at Politics with Dummies, or if film's your thing, then get your popcorn for a night in with the epic film guys. Or follow the unlikely adventures of seasoned repairman Kilner and her reluctant recruit Samantha in We Fix Space Junk. And of course, ABCD Bags. See you in two! Hi, I'm Michael, host of the Murder Mile True Crime Podcast, which was nominated as one of the best British true crime podcasts of 2018, is based on my five-star rated guided walk, and features more than 300 untold, unsolved, and long-forgotten murders, all set within one square mile of London's West End. So if you love hearing about new cases for the first time, all cases through a fresh pair of ears, and classic cases with a twist. All researched using the original declassified police investigation files, written using first-hand accounts, and recorded using authentic sounds from the murder location itself, then Murder Mile is just for you. Download the Murder Mile True Crime podcast on iTunes, Acast, or your favourite podcast platform every Thursday. Thank you for listening and stay safe.